My bed is a spaceship. The tree in the sea. Chapter two. Saturn, tastic Saturn. Curtis sat on his bed and moved his two lifeless toys, Mr. Hippo and First Officer Zip, to the center of the duvet. He then placed his jam and banana sandwiches, and his homemade lemonade, under his pillow. I'm ready for liftoff, Curtis told Grandpa Tub. Slow the pickles down, he replied. We don't want to do any more pickling damage. What are those big bulges by the headboard? Asked Curtis. They are larger oxygen tanks, replied his grandpa. Why? Because it's a pickling pickle of a long way. Have you been there before, Grandpa? A long time ago, when I was about your age, it was the most peaceful place I've ever visited. You must help them, Curtis. Why don't you come with? My spaceship, the plug hole, is pickling broken. I'll try and be there as soon as I can. Curtis then gave his grandpa a big hug. Grandpa Tub smiled at Curtis, and then noticed that he was covered in small flowering buds from the willow tree. What the pickle are these? He asked. But Curtis was too excited to answer. He had already put his hand on the big golden button in the center of the headboard. He pressed it to the sound. Do 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 do. Suddenly, the bed jutted. Huge engines folded out from its sides. The mighty motion rose majestically from the floor and levitated above the ground. Curtis's spacemates came alive. Mr. Hippo, First Officer Zip, and the Scroll of the Galaxies stood up and saluted Curtis and Grandpa Tub. The headboard flashed again with the message: "The tree in the sea needs your help. The tree in the sea." Needs your help. The tree in the sea needs your help. Indeed. May I take her up, Captain? First Officer Zip asked Curtis. Yes. Are the engines working properly? Indeed, Mr. Hippo. Mmm. My throat hurts. Mr. Hippo replied while trying to chew long, licorice sweet. I thought it might," said Curtis. Mmm, engines yummily working. Indeed, right. T minus ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Goodbye, Grandpa," Curtis said. Five, four, three. Hold on, Curtis. Two, one, and. To Curtis's amazement. Instead of the mighty motion squeezing through the window, the wall of his bedroom opened up as if it was a door. The bed then eased out of the gap and rose into the air. As they were clear, they could see Grandpa Tub saluting before the wall snapped shut. Then, with a tremendous whoosh, the mighty motion rose high above the houses. Fields and rivers. Within a few moments, the bed rose so high that they were on the edge of the earth. First Officer Zip pressed more buttons on the headboard, and within moments, 
They were accelerating past the moon towards planets and stars. The buzz of the force field fizzed and crackled above the spacemates' heads. There was something different from the last time they were in space, but Curtis could not decide what it was. He forgot about it and stared at the twinkling lights in the distance. Satantastic! he exclaimed with a beaming smile on his face. First Officer Zip spoke to the map of the galaxies. Are you indeed sure where the tree in the sea on the planet of Z is? If my calculations are correct, then the tree in the sea on the planet of Z is... The scroll punched letters on the centre of its middle. On the planet of Z. I think. Well, possibly. We know that already indeed, replied First Officer Zip. I'm sorry, but I've just woken up, the scroll replied apologetically. The scroll punched a few more letters and figures into its centre. If my calculations are correct, then turn left at Saturn. I think, 